The following podcast contains spoilers. Hey, it's Joe Bunzarelli. Man, we had a lot to talk about in this episode. Bob is back, and we're talking about Chapter 9 of The Mandalorian, The Convert. This is The Bunzarelli Show. What they're doing is like, you know, when you watch the, the sequels, there's like this big range of like this big gap and all of a sudden you have a new republic and you have a first order that rose from the ashes of the empire. So it's just like, boom, you're there. So you miss that 30 year gap. So this is 10 years after Return of the Jedi. So what they're doing is they're kind of like setting the stage to explain the stuff that's going to come because that stuff's coming. You can't just, like, good or bad. Yeah. But you got to, and not even, I, I realized it again when I was watching it. It's not even for the sake of the, the saga, but for the sake of this. Because Ahsoka's coming out. They're kind of world building. They're going to have a lot of shows that take place in a time period. Yeah, and they had to put a quick couple um, instructionals for people who aren't thinking of the movies at the moment. You yes. Because you're watching the shows and you know that they tie in with the movies. Yeah. <clears throat> but you're not necessarily following you know, thinking of those plot lines, and they actually did it very good. We're at the dinner party. The one guy, it was like me. The one guy is talking. He goes, "Oh yeah, um, the Empire, the New Republic, the Rebels." I can't keep it straight anymore. And I'm like, "Oh, thanks. Somebody else can't keep it. Oh, thanks, buddy. I'm with you." I'm like, "Something my cup to him." But it was a good way. Of, yeah, it was a good way of doing it because just just that one line was a refresher. Like, "Oh yeah, it was the Empire." And then I always have to do the thing like, okay, which timeline am I in? And my go-to is, how old is Luke right now? Yeah. And that's how I remember where I'm at. Like, oh, wait, we just seen Luke, and he was young Luke, but he was post-everything, those movies. So yeah. it, it puts me in, in in the right movie frame of mind. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's right. Empire is done. New yeah. Republic or New Order? New Republic or which which one was it? I think the, it's New it's, Republic. It's the New Republic. Yeah, New Republic is the Empire replacement. Yes, and um, I don't know why the guy said or rebels. I think that was making a point to where, like, um, he it showed how your average person doesn't even know what side they're supposed to be on, because yeah. if you're not in the war, you know you don't you don't maybe necessarily know which one's the good or the bad if stuff isn't affecting you directly. You yeah, know what I mean, so they don't know like oh they they said the rebels were bad, but then it turns out the rebels are good. And the yeah. because of the rebels now, instead of the evil empire, we have the new republic. Where someone, yeah. a lay person at a dinner party, nothing changed for them. Maybe they don't even yeah. know. They just know. Oh, make sure you don't talk badly about this particular group. Well, even when they were talking about breaking down the ships, they were like, "Oh, we also got like the alliance stuff, the rebel alliance stuff, we're decommissioning yeah. because the war is over." Now it's funny because in like the prequels, they show how like the government was so bloated and pompous that everything kind of slipped through their fingers, and even the Jedi were so bloated and pompous. Yeah. So what's happening, they're setting a stage for now, is this new Republic is a little bloated and pompous. Yeah. And they're, they're not like, oh, let's just destroy the... And they're not kind of paying attention to the little things. Even this um, this officer... Oh, forgot her name. <laughs> um, I got it right in front of me. It is... Elia Kane? Yeah. Even like, what is she doing? And she's able to sneak around making this stuff happen, but it's also like... Who's who's she answering to? How are they starting to still infiltrate stuff like on a bigger scale? Right off the bat, see, and I wasn't sure. I love the um when and when they do the recaps. I always watch the recaps. <clears throat> I watch shows on my kid too. I I make her watch them with me. Like even if we've been watching it, 
because it'll show you something from way back that you forgot about that you're like, oh, okay, it's like a quick reminder. So I seen, okay, and you could tell by the, they didn't show a lot of her. I remember that she worked for, I want to say Gus, but the character. Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. I remember she was with Moff Gideon, and you could just tell by the look at her face and by the music that, okay, she was a bad character. Yeah. I couldn't remember much more than that. But before you tell me much more than that, because I want you to remind me of anything that she in particular did, if she did much. I don't remember if she did much. I don't. Okay, so so there isn't much. Um, but there was, um, what did she, oh, so when I seen her at that table, when yeah. um, the scientist goes and everyone's all nice to him, which was a cool thing, and they bring him over, like, oh, have some drinks with us, and it was yeah. a cool little thing where they showed like a behind the scenes of, we got to think there's all these billions of people that make these Death Stars and do all these things for the Empire. Yeah. What are they doing now? So it was a little sneak peek into like, okay, you know, it, you know, and anyone who's had a job that's changed hands, you know, it's still the same people. So you got these people that were working yeah. for this evil Empire. It's still the bad guys. They're not going to lay off a billion people and rehire a billion people, you know? So it's these same people, and they're like, they did the whole re- um, reprogramming thing yeah or amnesty program yeah the amnesty program and they talked about that but so that was very interesting and it was cool but i knew the second he recognized her that something was up yeah that something was up the second she was there and they said oh there's a so many people what are the odds that he's passed her in the halls and she mm-hmm. went out of her way to be extra nice to him. She's waiting outside his room, and there didn't seem like there was any romantic intent. What was the purpose? She went very far out of her way to be nice to this guy. So I knew something was coming. But when yeah. it happened, it, it turned a lot more than I thought it was going to turn. Yeah. I thought she was just trying to, like, all right, we're going to get this program up and running, not like we're going to really screw this guy over. Yeah, and that made me wonder of her intent. I, I think the, the big significance of her, because like, even like when they show you the flashback clip of her scene, I can't remember what that's from, like what right. that scene was. I remember her, but I don't think she was a – I think the big significance was she's part of Moff Gideon's crew. That was the big yeah. significance. Who's like, Moth, um, Moth Gideon? Moff Gideon is Giancarlo Expedito, Gus's character. Yeah, but who is he answering to? We don't know yet. Okay. What we know is with the sage that was set in The Mandalorian was like there's still fragmented parts of the Empire. And right. Moff Gideon's on this journey. Now it's out of – The Mandalorian – Din Jaren himself is just kind of cruising through this world. So right. he's not so focused on it, whether it comes into play or not. But the thing is, is what was Moff Gideon working on? And even like the way the other guys talk about him, like, oh, you were on Moff Gideon's ship. So Moff, yeah. Moff is a title in Star Wars. Like there was Grand Moff Tarkin that blew up the Death Star. Oh, okay. So that's like saying like um, corporal. Or, yeah, or captain. So it, it's a Star Moff, Wars Moff title. Moff Gideon means... Corporal Gideon or Captain Gideon. Yes, or, exactly. Okay, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, but but there's other clues too because when um, Bo-Katan, when her home gets blown up and all of a sudden that bigger fleet of uh, TIE interceptors is chasing them, Yeah, she's like, that's a big group for like a, a, a whatever captain or whatever warlord, like a washed up warlord kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, wow, these guys are more organized 
than we think. And I think that's a lot of what's going on with the New Republic. They're so busy trying to reorchestrate themselves, they're not really paying attention. Because oh, 20 so TIE it's... fighters out by Mandalore, they don't, it's, not, it's off their radar. Oh, so it isn't so much. See, I'm watching it thinking like, okay, New Republic is turning into the Empire. No, 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 no. When really it's, no, the Empire is coming back and the New Republic might have to deal with them. The New Repu- or, or it's it's not the New Republic. I just thought, that, oh, okay, the New Republic is just, they didn't, they didn't turn the Empire over well enough where maybe... The new republic has this quote unquote its own rebels, but their rebels are you know empire people who are stuck believers yeah. of the empire that want to stick with the the um that side of things. Well, when you think of like like how the the sequel started, and there's like stormtroopers, like this new stormtrooper and this new the first order, how it pretty much looks like the empire. But it's like, how did this happen again? But now you kind of see how it could happen again. Like, they could organize in little cells, and all of a sudden, just boom, they pop back. Yeah. But I got some theories about that, too, like the big end game of this particular storyline. Because if, um, you know, the cloning stuff, right? First of all, I'm like, so did she just, because I was watching again, I'm like, did, did she get something specific? Because it wasn't his office, it was just a random lab yeah so, so that like threw me notes. too it, it seemed like it was a random lab and that's how she sold it but the way that she backstabbed him just for this stuff it wouldn't have been just for equipment but his words were just like like a lab like this like he didn't say like oh this is my lab yeah so why didn't she wipe him just just to get the equipment i don't know if that was a, a mistake in the storyline it didn't really make much sense yeah because what could the equipment him. if you don't know what you're doing with it unless also, he's deleting files and schematics. Maybe she's already got his notes, and maybe that's the deal. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Maybe he's interesting. Um, but oh, and they've also they said I heard Moff Gideon escaped. Oh, I heard they wiped his mind. So nobody really knows what happened to Moff Gideon. What happened? He okay. The last we seen him was the fight with the black saber. Correct. Yeah. Well, and at the I, end, how did that end? I don't remember. At the end, uh, Luke Skywalker comes in. He's about to put a gun to his face. And then um, oh, Cara Dune elbows him and says, you're going to jail. You know, uh, we're taking you in. So he, oh, so he's still around. Yeah, he's around. But they yeah. said rumors like he escaped or whatever. But the, pal- the cloning stuff leads to Palpatine. That's what we're thinking. Like the midichlorian count. Yeah. He's even explaining it down the stairs. Oh, yeah, but with this blood, all of a sudden it was able to take it. So maybe whether it has to do with Force or not, but... Like they're setting up episodes seven, eight, and nine. Yeah. And now it's funny because usually it's like, oh, I got to rewatch four, five, and six because this takes place after it. Yeah. I kind of need to watch rewatch seven, eight, and nine because they're showing us all these. Oh, let's let's set up those movies yeah. because it's that time frame. So let's fill in all those plot holes since we're here. Yeah. And it's like we're filling up plot holes for a storyline that I mean I remember everything with with Ray and I remember the movies and um I remember those characters, but the politics of the of those last movies, I don't remember. They didn't really delve into it too much. Yeah. They just said, oh, there's a new Republic, and then they blew it up, and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> so and, they, and then we've seen that, oh, obviously there's some Empire going on because yeah. they brought back um, Palpatine. Yeah, at the end. Yeah. It was a, the, the last thing, but here's something I thought of they could do in the shorter game is because they didn't really kind of work out what Snoke was, and the theories are is that Snoke was a failed Palpatine clone. But you Snoke, could bring, which one's Snoke? Snoke is the guy that Andy Serkis played. The one that um, was Kylo oh, Ren's yeah, master that, that cuts awesome. in half. And Andy Serkis will do some Star Wars. So it's like... that wasn't in, He wasn't in the movies. He was in the last show. He was in Andor. 
No, no, but Andy Serkis played Snoke. He voice oh, acted okay. him like he did Gollum. Oh, not not okay. So a different Andy Serkis. No, same Andy Serkis. No, I mean a different um Andy Serkis character. character. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so. You could set up Snoke and actually have him for a while because Snoke was cool. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not spoiling the, the Palpatine thing. You know what I mean? Right. Because Snoke, everybody knew about Snoke. So you could bring in Snoke sooner than later. And it'd be cool. But that might be more of a Soka thing. But really, because you're watching Mandalorian, you're like, yeah, they're getting in deep into stuff. You kind of, if you're going to build this world, you got to kind of tell us where we are and keep it consistent. So you needed this pocket. Because you would say, like, what well, they're really getting into the story, but it's not even about just a, uh, Dr. Pershing's story. It's more like setting the stage. Like, let's explain to you exactly what the galaxy is doing right now. Yeah, let's let's bring you back into Star World or Star Wars world before. Yeah, let's let's bring you back there. Yeah, because it, it was um because it was. I was like, man, this is a lot of back a lot of storyline to get to this clone thing to where. You could almost have done it in like five minutes. Yeah, where it could have just been like you could have just shown the backstabbing for the for the supplies. Yeah. but it was entertaining. Yeah, so so I let it slide. But yeah, they were showing a lot of it. But I think it was it was refreshers for Empire versus Republic, and now somehow Mando's going to get involved in that, and that's where Grogu comes in, and that's how they're going to tie you know that into Star Wars stuff. Is they're wanting Grogu for for cloning. Still, yeah. Well, they got his. He said, "I got his blood. I got everything I need." Like Moff Gideon said that at the. Um, oh, they did end up getting his blood. Yeah, they said, "Oh, I got his blood. I don't need him now." So they have oh, wow. his blood. They have this stuff. So they continue to work now. Whether or not it's going to affect Mando directly, I don't know. It might affect the bigger picture. The idea that they were saying was they were going to make these shows, and all of a sudden they were going to culminate almost like an MCU kind of thing. Right. Like this blood thing might be like the Thanos, like the big end game of all yeah. these shows happening. Yeah. Um, maybe they're going to make a bunch of little mini stormtrooper Grogu's. Yeah, be an army of Grogu stormtroopers <laughs> that are a foot tall. <laughs> I, I think Snoke is is like the failed clone. I think Snoke is because in they they made some effect of like it was cloning and Sith magic kind of thing. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures of Snoke now and I'm remembering them. Yeah, and he was um he was pretty cool. Yeah, I think something's going to happen when you, maybe you'll see. The like Palpatine's ghost trying to possess Snoke and it doesn't work, and so they just have Snoke and they make use of him. I'm not exactly yeah. sure, but that's some of the theories going around. Um, pa- a little off topic, but Palpatine coming back in those movies was weird. It was weird. The reason why it was weird is because the the first movie, the first movie was great. Like the first movie, I was like so excited. Hold on. The first of the new, yeah, Force Awakens was awesome. Yes, like Finn, Finn was awesome. Finn, like that was an original storyline. That was a great, yeah. That was great. It was and like, oh, cool, let's see, yeah, let's see a storm. Uh, yeah, I liked everything. The traitor, yeah. that whole thing. Yeah, that was a great movie. Oh, I want to watch that again now. Yeah, Kylo Ren was awesome. Oh, we'll do a revisit on the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, Kylo Ren was awesome. And yeah, you know, and coming back, coming at it from, um, and it, you know, we were kids before when the originals came out, and now to be adults and seeing the kids of the adults yeah. and them being little brats running the show. And it's like yeah. something that we could, you know, something we could kind of uh-huh. um, appreciate now as parents. Oh, Kylo Ren with like the weight of his grandfather being Darth yeah. Vader, like that kind of, yeah. it's, it's really like being obsessed with it. Like it's, it's, it's something you could believe. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What shoes to fill. Yeah. Yeah. The other cool stuff going on, even though it was like in such a short period of time, of course, with the stuff with Bo-Katan and the Mandalorian. Oh yeah. That, 
yeah, they came back to that. I forget if it, the episode started with that, and then it switched, and then it came back to yeah, that. Yeah, it, it kind of bookended. The first part was her castle getting blown up, and yeah. then the ends with him going, them going back to the covert. Now, you tell me, what's this? Why did she not tell him about the monster? And here's the next question, too. Okay. I can't. I know the monster was part of the lore. Yes. Okay, the monster in the water... When the, the mythosaur. The, the, the mythosaur, when he's in bathing in the seas of whatever. Yeah. And there's the mythosaur in there. Was that part of the original lore, or was that part of the lore of the curse that turns out to be BS? I forget no. what the lore was with the mythosaur. The, the curse is supposed to be either the curse or just the empire bombing the place. Is just They thought it was in, uninhabitable. Right. And Din Jaren's covert believed it was also cursed because when Bo-Katan's family or even different families kind of ran Mandalore, they strayed away from the, the way. Right. They got a little looser, like having their helmets off and yeah. maybe other stuff too. And so they say it's like even like the Empire bombing was a failure of all of it. It was just like a failure of, of Mandalore. So they went back to almost like like the um, like the orthodox Mandalore, yeah. like we're strict strict Mandalore, yeah. Which are the ones like in the cave? Th- that cave is filled with Mandalorians of the new of, but like as in Mando, like the character, um, Darren Dinjarin, Dinjarin, yeah, the children of the like watch, Dinjarin, children of the watch, yeah, the orthodox, like you said, that's his faction in that cave. Correct? Yes, they're yeah. all equal to him in their beliefs and such. Yeah. Okay, now. Are you with me still after all this? Because I'm from the beginning thinking that the armorer mm-hmm. is up to something with Din Djarin and doesn't really have Din Djarin's back. I don't know why, but I just don't. I don't. And and everything like um, bringing the waters back and even doing the co- the convert. How they mm-hmm. said you're uh, the the one that didn't believe. Yeah. Um. Even she's okay now because she bathed in the waters to save him. Yeah. I even feel like that's setting her up for something because now that she's one of them again, tell me if I'm wrong, she could potentially potentially do something against their creed and get herself in a lot of trouble. Like there might be things punishable by death that her as an outsider would have just been murder. But now that she's one of them again, now she's now she has to live by their rules. I feel like she's being set up. Um, you know who I'm talking about? The, the no, girl Bo- in the blue. Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. Yeah. I feel like Bo-Katan is being... I, th- I think the armor doesn't have Din Djarin's... I don't know that she's on his side, and I feel like she's setting up Bo-Katan. I don't know why. I, I, I think I think she was legit because she didn't even argue with Bo-Katan because I was waiting for her to throw some stuff in Bo-Katan's face. Yeah. But she was very open arms with her. I think the stuff is what's going on with Bo-Katan because... She's in a weird spot right now because her original, like her new order of Mandalorians, yeah, or newer, her like squad, her, 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 she had to t- her t- squad t- just like bailed on her, right? And then she's sitting in that castle yeah, by t- herself, just in defeat. Okay, yeah. So now you have now, not only do you have the thing like I think it's a combination of things because you got welcomed by the covert and. Even though she thought it was all hokey BS, she saw the mythosaur, you know? So yeah. she's like, because that's the thing. She, you don't see a reaction from her. Even when they all say, this is the way, she doesn't say it. But yeah. she's a little overwhelmed by what's going on, but she's also looking at the mythosaur. So I think... Yeah, in, you're making a good point. I think in Bo-Katan's head, she's like, I think maybe I was wrong about all this. Meanwhile, 
I got something. I got some kind of tie to my roots, which I would have rejected, except I saw the mythosaur. So the armor, I'm thinking, because I, you know, when you're watching the show, you're, there's a reason for everything. Yeah. So the way I'm looking at it, because I have my little stupid theory about this armor, is that, oh, she's doing something to Bo-Katan. That's why they did that, where she welcomed her in. Yeah. Where it really might just be, no, this is just how they got Bo-Katan back in. Now, Bo-Katan has that black sword, right? No, it, it, it's Din Djarin's. Did, she grabbed it, but she, she gave it back it. to him. Okay, so Din Djarin has the sword. The dark saber. The dark saber. Yeah. She was welcomed back. Mm-hmm. She definitely seems like she'd be a good head of it. Yeah. Din Djarin doesn't want it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we still got the theory that Grogu might end up with it. But someone's got to fight Din Djarin for it. Unless yeah. Din Djarin dies, Grogu and one of them grabs it. Because if you remember that bigger Mandalorian, the one actually voiced by John Favreau, yeah, he dueled him in Book of Boba Fett. Remember that's how the whole thing started. Yeah. And he goes, "Have you removed your helmet?" And that's how he got. Oh, I got something, Joe. Okay. How does someone take? So right now, Din Djarin's got the black saber, correct? Yes. Din Djarin doesn't want the black saber. Yeah. So the dark for, saber, sorry. The dark saber, sorry. <laughs> I keep our the dark saber. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna pull our card. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> how is it gonna get in either Grogu's or Bo Katan's hands? This is how. The armor or someone for the armor defeats Din Djarin to get the sword. Mm-hmm. And now a bad guy has the sword. And now Grogu or Bo Katan. Yes, can that's get how it would that's how it would change hands. Yes. Yeah, that's how it could change hands. Now Beat the now? Do they have to beat Din Djarin or kill Din Djarin? No, just beat. That's how he he because he won it fair and square. So if you're like unconscious and the things like on the floor next to you. Yeah, the other guy could take it and they have it. If it, what like he beat Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon yielded. He yielded. Yeah, and but he 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 beat Moff Gideon in battle. Can so you, can he just yield it like? Man, he tried. Just give up. He tried. Remember, he tried to just give it to her. He tried yeah. to give it to Bo-Katan. He goes, I don't want it. He just went up there to get Grogu, but now yeah. he has it. And then so and she said that doesn't count. Yeah. Like, he goes, you can't just, like, you, you have to do it yeah. in battle. And she couldn't even stab him in the back because she knows he'll just give it to him. Yeah. <laughs> so she can't flip. So someone, I think, so yeah, because if Din Djarin's not going to be the one that ends up with it, because that's, mm. that's a storyline that's going. Yes. Is we're looking to see who's going to end up with this sword. Yeah. Where it isn't the main storyline, but it's a storyline. I like the idea of Grogu. You said this last episode, right? It was your theory of Grogu, that maybe. Grogu is going to be the one that ends up with it. Yeah. That would be that would tie everything together. That's why it would explain the two storylines coming to coming, you know what I mean? It would bring the storylines together very well. Yeah. I like Bo Katan with it though. Oh, I had a um, Bo Katan could talk to everybody. Grogu can't talk to everybody. Yeah, and Bo Katan also well the other thing is if Din Jaren, if if there's if there's seeds of a romantic thing, which I haven't really seen much of, but maybe, I haven't seen it. It's possible. But, it's but, early. But they could rule side by side, even if yeah. he has the sword. You know what I'm saying? Or he would just you know like a king and queen situation. Yeah, but um Maybe, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what she, I, she's just kind of just finding her situation, so I don't really think she has a goal right now. Yeah. There's a reason, we don't know the reason why she's not telling anybody about the Mythosaur. She doesn't have a goal right now, but they bombed her, I don't want to say church, but it's basically her church, that, that, that thing she was living in. Her castle. Her yeah. castle, thank you. Her castle, which was like a big Mandalorian thing right that was yeah, like a mandalorian yeah. like historical yes it was a mandalorian like outpost i believe yeah it was but it was something to where it held value yes for so especially because mandalore is destroyed so you, you you're like you're taking away the last pieces of mandalore you know what i mean i really like the whole boat and i, I boat the whole bo 
storyline that's going on. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of it. Because, not, not that I was against it. But I just didn't watch the cartoons or yeah. whatever the inner, the whatever the in-between show was. So I didn't know the character very well. But I'm starting to get very interested in the character now. And I think that character is cool. And I like where it's going. Like her sitting, you know, I made jokes. Her sitting on that chair. And it was funny. They go back and she's still sitting in that darn chair. Yeah. Just doing nothing, hanging out. Yeah, yeah. You know, chair's gone. Things. Yeah. <laughs> now the chair's gone. Now, she, now they ruined her home. She's got nowhere to sit. I guess there's no rock benches anywhere for, yeah. her, to, for her to just sit all day and be sad. <laughs> but I like that. Yeah, they're setting it all up. For she's got the outsider perspective where she's out of the cult yeah. of the Mandalore or whatever you want to call it. So she's yeah. got that, but now she's come, she sees like the um, and I, I know I'm going in circles. That's okay. But she sees you know the mythosaur, the mythosaur, and she's seeing and you see her even with the mask on. They're real good. Another thing with the show, they are very good with body language in this yes, show. Yes, yeah. To be in masks yeah. and to look and they look at each other and you could tell like th- there's body language. It's just the way that they look at each other and you know. And you see how like she like res- the respect yeah. that she has for him and for his beliefs. So now she takes her outside world knowledge to where it isn't just that she's drinking a fruit punch or drinking a Kool Aid, mm-hmm. you know. But to see her coming with her outside perspective and bringing it back to rule the Mandalore with, I could see that being, you know. And then we don't do we see any Mandalorians in the next movies in um seven eight no nine? no There's no so Mandalorians still, right but there is a big galaxy so it is very yeah, well they could there. they could go hole up somewhere but there's nothing there's no storyline they're catching up to no that I'm forgetting no okay so it could anything could happen yeah like the Republic stuff is just more or less like we know the end of this road even though we're twenty years away but we're just saying we're headed towards this road yeah but um you know what I like the best about you said about the expressions yeah that scene again where all the Mandalorians are patting them on yes, the back. Yes, that what was great. A and, guy you can, walks- and you can see in her just, yeah, you can see like her, yeah, you see like her appreciation of it or something. No, but what happened was they cut to her. The way they cut the camera, like you said, you could barely see the expression, but a guy yeah. starts to walk in front of her and then you see the the mythosaur skull and you could see the guy walks past the skull so you could tell that's her line of sight. Yeah. That she's looking right at the skull yes. as she's yes, looking around. picture like, on the wall, yeah. He's like, whoa, I'm back deep in the game here. Like, this is, yeah. I'm in the old school Mandalore, which is. I'm there and I know there's truth to it. Yeah. And like it or not, that it's her it, heritage. Yeah. Like, like, like the armorer said, your ancestors. Like, this is your heritage. Oh, now I forget. And if you've already answered me, I asked it or I meant to ask it. What was the, um, the purpose of her not telling him she saw the mythosaur? We, that's what we don't know. Okay. We don't know yet. Yeah, yeah. But she asked him. Do you have she a theory. Either she's overwhelmed by it, or maybe in the back of her head she thinks it's something she could use to her advantage, which I don't understand. No, I don't think I don't feel any deceptive. Yeah, so I don't know. Or she's just like maybe it was just too big of a thing. It's like saying you've seen Santa Claus. Maybe I think that's she's processing it, it, maybe. It, she she's processing just, maybe she wants to it's too much before she tells him and he goes, Oh, well, that means blah blah blah, and him just say something. She's like, No, there's something what's this what's the real reason? Yeah. She's trying to you know, wrap around mind around it before she wants to hears his obvious Mandalorian reaction. Like, Oh, because that's the way it's like, well, no, not yeah. the way, but what the hell? It's a big monster. Yeah. I think she, I, yeah, maybe she's just trying to process it herself. Do you see some deceptive? Cause you said that a couple times. Do you see something deceptive in Bo-Katan? Uh, I don't cause she could have easily, she could have taken the dark saber a bunch of times. Like she, the dark saber was on the ground. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So, if you say the first time on the ship 
There's two other of her group of Mandalorians behind her. I remember there was it was I remember the three. Yeah. And I don't remember and the two bailed on her. But they didn't really say is, why, but they bailed on her. But what I'm saying is this Din tries to hand her the sword, mm-hmm. okay? And the other two were there, and she says no. That being said, there's no witnesses when Bo Katan Din Jaren would have died. Okay, yeah. with that stuff hooked up to him, she could have easily taken the sword and said, "I beat him in ba- battle," and nobody would have known. So it's not about the witnesses. I think it's really about no, because in in. But the, I never even thought that never even occurred to me that she'd do that. She was helping out a buddy. No, I'm saying she could have. Oh yeah, she, if she yeah, had, yeah. If, so if, that, yeah, if, so that's but that's that was that's going shot. up to the story to where we think that she isn't. But you yeah. know, there's nothing to lead you believe that she is. No, no, there's nothing to believe that there's anything. Yeah, um, I, think, I don't think so. I think she's becoming a character, which is good storytelling, like The Sopranos or something else. Like you yeah. have now, all of a sudden, we're talking about another character. You know, yeah. what I'm saying we're talking about this person, this person. What's their objectives? What's going on with these different? Yeah, which is cool. She's independent thinker. Yeah, but I don't think there's anything anti. No, I don't think there's anything. I don't think she has a. And I, they never even said. Any, I don't think she has some. What's it? Um. Ulterior motive? No. I don't think there's any ulterior motive. I think she's defeated. She's defeated, lost, and miserable, but I think the seeing of the mythosaur sparks something. Yeah. And the being taken into covert is just... And you know, she else? wanted to get out of there, too. She yeah. just wanted out of that cave. Yeah. She, you know what? I bet next episode she tells him, like, well, hey, just so you know, you uh, I seen the mythosaur down there. <laughs> well, in the trailers, they show, like, when they just show, like, random shots, yeah. they show a bunch of Mandalorians, like, dropping down on something. Yeah, just I couldn't even tell what it was, but now that I'm thinking about it, because it's it's mind, it's Beskar minds, okay? Mm-hmm. Like all this stuff, he gets a little bit of Beskar. All of a sudden, he gets a big thing of Beskar, and they're making a suit of armor. I'm Besk- sorry. Oh, the um, that's the, the, the metal, the metal. The be- yeah. yeah. Okay. So if that's a Beskar mind, they're going back. Now that Din Djarin's discovered it's inhabitable, they're yeah. going to go back. Like, yo, we got to go. Let's go mine some Beskar. <laughs> let's make yeah. some more suits, and they're going to find out. Other stuff that's going on in that planet. Maybe there's some Mandalorians hidden on that planet. Ooh, I got something. Why would they go through this whole curse? Why would they say it's toxic? Why are there other people there? Did somebody sell out and they're selling this expensive metal elsewhere? Like they're going to find New Republic people on the other side of this planet Mm-hmm. With Tonka trucks taking out <laughs> all the metal, which, by the way, kind of taking the storyline from uh, Marvel Wakanda with yeah. the um, what's there? I want to say vibranium. Vibranium. Yeah, yeah. So we got our vibranium. In yeah, the Star Wars vibranium. Star Wars vibranium. <laughs> yeah. What's it called again in, in Star Wars? Beskar. Beskar. That's the metal. That's the, that's the battle. Yeah. Okay. And th- that one stick they got. This, um, that was Beskar. Beskar. That's why when the cool. ship blew up, it, it survived because yeah. it, Boba goes. Speaking of Boba, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of the Boba episodes. I'm thinking this show's awesome. There's so many cool storylines going on with it, and, and uh, oh, we haven't seen Boba yet. Well, I got something about Boba that yeah. popped in my head too, because I, you know, obviously we say we want Boba back in the fall. Now think about this: we had to book a Boba Fett, explored Boba, that or that, right? Just yeah. that, that crime thing. That's going to get kind of stale pretty quick, right? Yeah. Now think about this. Either something happens with the crime thing or he opens up something. But Boba's whole thing with becoming a crime lord, if that if something happens, which could easily happen running a crime organization like that and stuff falls apart, yeah. He could Boba could go 
just to help than Jaren and kind of get wrapped in that stuff too. Because Boba could jump in yeah. that pool. Yeah. And we all want, we all like Boba with his oh, helmet on. Oh, Boba comes to help him out. Yeah. He's got to go in the water because then Jaren keeps falling into it because he's clumsy. Because Boba, <laughs> Boba's whole thing was you got to have a clan. Like Boba didn't like being by himself anymore. That's why he did his crime. Li- yeah. So if something happens where it's like even like, um, his his family stabs him in the back, or his thing falls apart in Tatooine. He might be looking for purpose, or it doesn't have to, but he might find a new purpose. Yeah, because his father was a foundling. And yeah, and I don't I don't hold the whole crime thing against Boba because no. I think of back to like how like we've had this conversation before. Like Italian mafia was became from a somewhat okay place, but then it just turned into straight crime. Yeah, I think of that with Boba to where yeah he took over a crime thing, but it was more him taking over the spot and keeping other crime things yeah just away. taking care of his town and yeah. making a family and making his thing but his, yeah. i think his whole thing was a, a family and like a purpose but yeah i think he i think boba's worked his way out of yeah. um crime boss and into just running the town and especially because this all started because of the popularity of boba fett and his costume yeah. he was the first so to bring yeah. him, he, he got it was he, a boba fett show and they says well we can't just take the character Let's you know. Let's do a different Mandalorian. Yeah, but 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 it's like you can't leave Boba in a corner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody leaves Boba in a corner. Yeah. You think we're gonna see him soon? Um, I, I I can't imagine not seeing him. I can't imagine. How many episodes we got? I think there's like we're three in. We're on number three. We're less than halfway. We're less it, than it's halfway. Like, I think it's like eight or nine or ten. It, it's it's something like it's not a lot, but we're not we're not even halfway yet. I'm looking forward to the next episode because I enjoyed this episode and the storyline with the scientist. And uh-huh. with the one girl that ended up backstabbing him, yeah, was interesting and it was entertaining. But just like with Boba, when they did the Mandalorian episode, it was like, yeah, it was great. But I want to see Boba. Yeah. And now I'm at the point where like, okay, that storyline was cool. We got to see the backstory of this scientist. Yeah. All right, cool. And it was interesting. But get me back to, I want to get, I want to get in that cave and I want to see what Bo-Katan tells um, Mando about that monster. Yeah. I want to see the armor. How I want to see the armor thing. If I'm, if I have anything, um, how do I say it? If there's anything to my theory, yeah, about this armor being a bad person, yeah, get more into her head. Kind I of think thing. this next next episode is gonna be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, awesome season, uh, awesome episode, and um, looking forward to next week. And uh, we'll be there. I want to thank Bob. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, buddy. And we will see you guys.